Good morning. Welcome to the Bond Sunday morning services. Thank you so much for being a part of it. I absolutely appreciate it. You can get involved. Oh, I am Jesse Lee Peterson. You can get involved in this morning service by calling 800-411-BOND, 800-411-2663, or email church at bondinfo.org, church at bondinfo.org, and put your name in town, name in town, on your emails, folks, and we will take your calls, all right, and respond to your emails, whether it, uh, it is a question, comment, or disagreement. I want to hear from you. Good morning to everybody here. Good morning. Good morning. You know, I want to talk about the spirit, uh, oh, of fear. Fear. How many people have fear? You have fear. Okay. Good. I appreciate your honesty. And only two people here don't have fear. You guys don't have fear, right? No. You don't have fear. Not okay. And, and, and you don't have fear either? No. I'm sorry? No. No. And how did you overcome your fear? Because a lot nothing of people overcome. I'm not, it was nothing to overcome. I just deal with things as they come. I don't fear them. You don't have any fear at all. No, maybe, maybe um, a whimsical fear, but never where it sticks. Oh, okay. I always find a way around it as opposed to fearing it. Okay. Yeah. And how about you? How did you overcome fear? Have you ever had fear? Yeah, I, I had it, but uh, you know, you just daily. Remind yourself of what the word says that there is a remedy for fear, and it's faith in God, trust in Him. Trust in God? Right. Oh, okay. So you overcame it by having faith in God? Right. Oh, okay. A lot of people have fear, and uh, it's something that, and I deal with a lot of people across the country, you know, of all races, male and female, and I notice that they have fear. And then they say that they believe in God. And so I want to deal with that. You know, our theme this year is, is to endure. You, do you realize this year is almost up? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? This year is almost up, just like that. And I can't wait to hear. Before I get into that, the theme is uh, endure. We have to endure. Are you guys enduring? If you're not, you better hurry up. The year will be up. <laughs> Why you guys are thinking about doing it? Are you enduring? Yes. Did you know that was our theme for this year? Yeah. To endure. Yeah. And what are you enduring? I'm enduring fear. You know, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> 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 it is. That's good. And uh, what, um, what are you afraid of? I mostly find myself afraid of uh, uh, dealing with people and having to be responsible. And uh, I'm really... And I guess when I get beneath that, I'm scared of seeing the truth about myself uh, through interacting with difficult circumstances with people. And then I see that I'm not the person I thought I was, and all my excuses and rationalizations and my way I approach life. I'm seeing now that it was, I made them complicated, it's very simple, and it's very, it's kind of embarrassing, you know? And that's the, and then I realize that yeah, I'm not. I'm really not much at all. Like I don't, I don't have faith in all those things. So. You realize you're not much at all. Well, everything I thought I was, and everything I. Uh, what did you think you were? Oh, I thought. Well, I thought I was right, and the world, well, and I thought it was other people's faults and the way and uh, 
circumstances, and I would then sort of be a coward and justify my cowardliness. So what did you ask? I'm getting off. <laughs> I, I just you realized that you're not who you thought that you were. Who did I think I was? Yeah, I asked, who did you think you were? I didn't think I was a coward, and now I see that I'm a coward. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. What is your fear from? Yes. Um, what type of fear do you have? I'm sorry. Uh, just being concerned that, you know, oh, how am I going to make it? How am I going to manage? Oh, what do I do? You know, those things. Oh, okay. That are just like, they're, they're like a superficial fear. You know, you just, I see them and then I go, well, there's nothing I can do. So you, you just go, keep going. Oh, I see. So you're afraid that you're not going to make it in life? Yeah, right. Like I never amounted to anything. I never did anything right. I'm just kind of like... You here. never amounted to anything? Right. Oh, like okay. I'm here and I never really made a difference to anyone or to myself. Or I don't have the right attitude, you know, things like that. Oh, okay. That's a lot of people feel that way. And how about you? What's your fear? Me? Yes. Fear of heights. I'm glad that, that everybody finds that so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for instance, to give you an example, I was walking up, uh, well, I don't know, it was about two or three years ago, uh, taking a walk in the mountains, and there was a uh, the, the, the road, I mean, the, the trail was getting narrower and narrower, and there was a, a rock wall going straight down. <coughs> I, was, <coughs> I was totally overcome with fear. But I should, it was wide enough. I could have walked up there without any problem. But I was gripped with such a fear, I couldn't proceed anymore. I had to turn around and go back. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, okay. And how about you? What's your fear? What are you afraid of? Um, I think my fear is um, uh, speaking up for the truth. It is? And what made you afraid of to speak up? Because um, once you open that door and you say something, you know, actually the fear is how I'm going to react to what the other person's going to say. Right. That I'm not going to handle it right. Even though I might see something, I don't know how to, I, my ego gets involved and I don't know how to just say it and let it be. Is this with all people or just some people? Most people. Most people? Yeah. You're afraid of, are you afraid of black people? No. I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're not afraid of black people, you shouldn't be afraid of anybody. <laughs> no. People are people. Yeah. So why don't you see that with everybody? People are people. People are people, and once you speak, the, if you say something, if you criticize somebody, that's it. They're yeah. on you. Right. So you got to be strong enough to endure it. And you're not strong enough. And I'm not. Oh, okay. I, I react. You How know, do you react? I get really upset, you know, and I, I'm just really upset. And then I, I don't know how to, to speak uh, in a calm way. And I, I 
I've noticed that um, I've noticed that um, if I if I just accept um, negativity from somebody, I I physically feel it. I can phys I did ever since I was a child. I get like a burning all over my body. I feel it, and so. I have noticed that if I just, it, it's gotten a little better because I noticed that if I just let that be and just that's it yeah. and not go into something in my mind, it subsides. Right. Very good point. So why don't you do that with, at because all times? Because I, I can't do it all the time because somehow my mind just wants to say they're wrong. You know, right. they're cruel. They're wrong. And, I, and then it goes on that track, and then that's, I can't. That's an interesting point. Very interesting. We're going to help you deal with that today. Good. <laughs> what are you afraid of, Susan? Um, kind of what she's saying, but I'm also just, I notice I'm just afraid to be myself. Now, what is yourself? I don't know, because <laughs> I'm afraid <laughs> to be <it. laughs> No, but I, you know, I notice I, um, I'm just afraid to stand up and give my opinion or... So you don't know what yourself is? Oh, uh, it's kind of buried there. Yeah. I'm sorry? Um, I, I kind of know, but um, then I doubt myself. What do you kind of know? What do I kind of know about myself? Yeah. Well, um, I noticed Your real I, self. I noticed that I'm very angry. I hate being criticized. No, your real self. My real self. Oh, your real self hate to be hate well, being criticized. I, I noticed this week I was with this little little old Asian lady. She was real harmless looking, and we were she we were driving somewhere. She started backseat driving. I got really angry at her. This <laughs> <laughs> lady, I thought. I'm trying to figure out. You said that you're afraid to be. My real self. I'm trying to find out. You say you're afraid to be yourself. Yeah. Do you know who yourself is? I don't know. I don't know because I'm afraid to have, let it come up. But um, I, I, I think I'm better than I used to be. But, but I'm not getting how you're afraid to be yourself if you don't know who it is. Oh, that's a good point. So, what I, made you... I'm afraid that I'm mean. That I'm sorry? I'm really mean. I'm really afraid that I'm mean. Oh, I see. So you think... I have the... a lot of anger inside of me, and, you know... Uh, so you think I... the real self is a mean person? Yeah. And you're afraid to be this mean person? Yeah. Oh, I see. And why are you afraid to be the mean person? Well, because it's not nice to be mean. Who I don't said like that? People are mean to me. Who said it's not nice to be mean? My mom. <laughs> no, I don't know. You know, people... I don't like it when people are mean, you know, cruel, cruelly mean. So the real you is a mean person, and you don't want to be mean because it's not I'm a... I think I'm getting that way. <laughs> I don't think I always was. But... Okay, so the real self is not the mean person. The real self. I don't know. The real you is a mean person or not, and you're afraid to be... Know. I don't know. Are you mean to Mary? I don't think so, but she thinks so. Oh. <laughs> Are you nice to Mary? 
Oh, I told him, yeah, I'm nice. Oh, okay. But you'd rather be mean. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I'm going to blow my nose now. <laughs> I'm really now you're being yourself. Yeah. <laughs> what are you afraid of? You say, did you raise your hand as you have fear? You talking to me? Martin, no, I'm talking to you. Are you going to be silly? I'm talking to you. You know that. <laughs> you feel like being silly today or something? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I'm on again, off again. Did you raise your hand that you have fear? Um, I did, but I was just playing. Uh, um, did you raise your hand that you have fear? Yes. What is your fear? Um, well, I've always had a tremendous uh, fear that I wouldn't become a success, or I wouldn't make it, yeah. or I wouldn't measure up. And you know, now that I've made it big, <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> 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 there is no make, really. <laughs> I mean, um, I intellectualize the fact that I shouldn't have fear that everything's okay. And uh, fear does me no good. Uh, and then I, I realized that you know there's no reason to have fear. Intellectually, I understand that, and objective thinking tells me that. But when I get finished thinking about it, I go right back to being scared. Afraid of not making it. Even after it, everything is, everything is okay. Yeah, I understand that. I, I still operate with fear. Okay. You know, and, and it, it, it was an upbringing thing. My, my, I mean, I, that was part of it. My mother was terrified. She had so much fear, and every time she would make a decision and be an example, fear was the motivator of that decision. So right. it was fear, 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 all the time. And so, um, and that's been a, just a tragedy of my life, is having fear. Yeah, very good point. Most people fear come from their mothers, comes from the mother. It is, a, uh, uh, for the most part, it's a woman's identity. Women tend to have a lot of fear. So that's a real good point. Um, did you have your hand? Did you have your hand? Did I see your hand? I did have my hand. I wanted to uh, reiterate what my dad said about fear of heights. What's really ironic, Dad, is that uh, you're- Do you have fear of heights? I mean, I do a little bit, but not as intensely. What's your fear? Failure. Failing? Failing. What, what do you mean? Greatest. Failing at what? Failing at everything I do. Oh, okay. I have a fear of failing. You know? Amazing. It's, uh, it's uh, because uh, I still have a wicked heart, and uh, I see it right there because... Uh, so you I know why you have fear? That's, where, that's why. That's because right. Because your heart is wicked? Right. And why do you have a wicked heart? Because I just uh, didn't want to let go. I just don't think I'm ready to let go of that. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. It just doesn't feel like. I mean, even though I try to let go here, it's the pain of it is. You know, I mean, you just you just can't get rid of it and stuff. You know, you have to like endure it until it just. And so how do you know your heart is wicked? Because of my fear of failure. Oh, so you put that together. That the reason I have. Yeah, fear is because I have a wicked heart. Correct. And so, how is your heart wicked in what way? Well, it's because uh, I just don't want to accept failure. That's basically it. That's what it is. I mean, but your heart, how do you, I mean, when you say your heart is wicked, are you like mean to other people or conniving or dishonest or no, what? That's not. How are you wicked? That's, I'm not dishonest with other people. Well, how is your heart wicked? 
just like I told you. That's all I can tell you at that point. Your heart is wicked because you have fear. Fear of failure, yeah. I don't know how you came up with your heart being wicked, and that's why you had a... That's what came in, to me. It in just, what way is your heart wicked? Well, because uh, anytime when I try to screw up, I get mad. You know, when I screw up and fail things and stuff, what I do, you know, be at work or play or other things or planning things and stuff. Where did your fear of failure come from? Uh, ever since I was born. You had it when you were born? Correct. As a little kid? Absolutely. You just, you, all your life you had the fear of failure? Right. As a kid, why were you concerned about failing or not? Most kids are not concerned about that. Right. Uh, that's a good question. That's, that, that's the, uh, the thing that puzzles me the most, I find. Oh, okay. How about you, Stephanie? Yeah, I have fears. What's your fear? Um, like, sort of like, a, um, like, speaking your mind, like if you see somebody doing something wrong, you don't want to say anything because you don't want to be stoned to death or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we're taking that out. Stones. You must be married. <laughs> Are you afraid to speak up to your husband? Uh, no, sometimes I'm like hesitant, yeah. Why? Because I, I just don't want him to get mad at me or something like that. Oh, so you hold back sometimes? Yeah. Uh, okay. Interesting. How about you, uh, Pat? Do you oh. have fear? I fear speaking up to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> um, she will stone you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, lately, um, not a lot of stuff comes to mind, but I do know that Historically, I've gotten into my head a lot about stuff, and it always brings on some type of worry and fear. They just go hand in hand. Uh, okay. So, I don't know, lately I, 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 I'm not doing that so much, and I notice that the fears and worries and things are not there because I'm not thinking about them. Okay. How about you, sir? You have fear? Yeah, tons of them. Sure. The usual, the usual. I mean, fear of failure, fear of losing what I have, fear of, fear of walking into a meeting with my zipper open, whatever. I mean, <laughs> Your whole life is just fear with fear. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you can come up with, you know, fear of embarrassment, you know, fear of... Uh, so how do you function? Uh, like anybody else does. I don't, I don't think anybody else has that many, you know, I don't think I have fears that others don't. I, I don't think it's that big a... I don't think it's that big a deal. I was joking about the meeting one, but uh, you know, you do. Uh, frankly, fear does propel you. You can use fear to motivate yourself. You can use fear to think that you can stay in control of your life. So you like having it in. I. It. It seems. Yeah. I look at it as a defense mechanism. It keeps me from screwing up. Yeah. Okay. And you agree with that? Yeah. Sometimes. Well. I, I, the, the reason that I agree with him because I was uh, an athlete, so I ran track, you know. So you use that fear in the, in the starting blocks to get your adrenaline going to make you run faster. Oh, okay. So I agree with him on that aspect of it. Oh, okay. So fear is good then in a sense. 
Yeah, because it, it sometimes gets adrenaline going, motive, I mean, you know, in that sense. Right. You know, you yeah, it does get you, the race, you're fearing losing, right. and all that adrenaline starts pumping, and boom, there you go. Okay. How about you? Do you have fear? Miss? Yes. Well, I was just thinking about it. Um, what came to my mind is I'm interested in buying buying and property. Right. And uh, I'm a little fearful of getting stuck with it. Or so you want to buy it? Work, not working out. You want to buy it to keep it or buy it to resell to, it? To rent it and resell it later. Oh, and you're afraid that it will not work out? Yeah, but, you, you know, it's so funny you would talk about fear because I was like, I've been thinking about that, how you have to get over that in order yeah. to do anything. Right. Because it'll stop you. And why haven't you gotten over it? Well, I'm working on it. I am getting over it. <laughs> <laughs> do you know how to get over it? Um, let it go. So why haven't you let it go then? That's all to it. Well, I'm just telling myself now. <laughs> all right. How about you, sir? You have fear? Uh, I'm going to agree with the gentleman. Uh, I think fear is a good thing, and it can be used in several ways. It depends on how you, how you uh, control it or let it control you. And so you have fear? I think everybody in this room, do you have fear? No, I'm asking you right now. I'll I'm answer asking that in you a, minute. a question. No, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Do you have it? I, I guess I'm just like everyone else in this room with fear. Is that a yes or no? It's however you want to take it. I don't want to take it anyway. I'm just asking, do you have fear? I'm just like everyone else in this room. That's how I'm answering your question. Now, that may not be the way you want me to, but that's the way I'm answering it. I'm not looking for a certain way. I'm just okay, then, asking, then, do you you're have You're satisfied it? with my answer then. How about you? Do you have it? Yes. And what are you afraid of? Death. I'm sorry? Death. Death. Really? And why are you afraid of death at such a young age? How old are you? I'm 25. Really? Why are you afraid of death at 25? A lot of young people are not afraid of death. Because it can be taken away from you any time by, any, by anybody. Your life can be taken away? Yeah, and you have no control. Well, you don't have control, that's for sure. But a lot of times you don't see, you just see old people like me worried about death. You know? <laughs> when are you going to make it through the night? <laughs> Lord, if I don't make it through the night, forgive me for my sins. Um, death, okay. Are you afraid of death too? That's why you're shaking your head. Yeah. Yeah, how old are you? 16. Really? Wow. And so you think about, you think about death? Sometimes when I get into certain situations, Oh yeah? yeah? Like what, for example? Um, well, maybe me and my friends are hanging out and then a group of game bears will be walking by and banging on us. So oh, I see. Yeah. So it's like out of situations that can happen. But normal, in a normal life, you don't just think about dying. No. You don't think about it. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Um, Where do, where do fear come from? Where do you think fear come from? And I'm asking you guys this because I don't just want to preach at you. I want you to think for yourself. Where do you think fear come Where did your fear come from? Um, when I talk about the fear of screwing up and all that, it comes from pride. No, so where did it originate from? I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, you don't know, okay. Um, I don't know. 
Yes, ma'am. And then my fear comes from not, like, not trusting in God, because like I said, I'm afraid to um, speak up. But it's like, I don't, I don't, I'm not there yet, so I don't know if it's the time to speak up or it's not. And so I don't, I don't do it, because I don't trust. I know if I, like, have faith in God and know that he would take care of me or whatever, or he'll let me know when to speak up or when not to. Uh -huh. Like, I don't have that yet. Oh, okay. How many people think that they don't have, they have fear because they don't have faith in God? Just, you think that it's because you don't have faith in God? Where did you get that from, that it's because you don't have faith in God? I can kind of see that, I think. Um, I think it's, it's that you don't know yourself, but I, but I think there's a similarity between knowing yourself and, and having faith. And... I just sense that. Yes. Um, you think it's because you don't have faith in God? I think it's because of doubt. <clears throat> Doubting. So doubt means that you don't have faith in God? Right. Yeah. And so you think you have fear because you don't have faith in God? Mm, right. I can't hear you. Right. It's not a test. This no, is a fellowship. Not, Relax. But I'm and let's I'm edify not. one another here. Right? It's not a test. I'm thinking about it. Yeah, it has to be. You doubt that, you know, God cares for you, so then you have fear, I guess. I, I, yeah, yes. And how did you come up with that? How did I come up with that? Yes. Mm, just my mind. Your mind told I, you that? Yeah, my mind told me that. I didn't come up with it. It's so your like, mind said, you have fear because you doubt God. Yeah, because you doubt that. And you, you believed your mind. Well, it's not that I believe it. It's it's sometimes I believe it, and sometimes I don't. You know, most of the time I think, oh well, I'm going to be fine. I don't worry about it. Then right. sometimes the doubt will come in and say, oh no, you're gonna, you know, you know, good. I'm not so sometimes you believe in God, and sometimes you don't. Yeah, so, well, so sometimes we, you have the faith, and sometimes faith wanes, and sometimes it comes back. Patrick, I'm loving this. <laughs> yeah. You know I'm loving this, right? Patrick? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes, ma'am. So I, your fear um, is because you have doubt, too, in God? No, my fear comes from um, not listening to my conscience. How do you know that? I think. Um, that's, what I'm, that's how I feel. I mean, I, that's what I, I think it's from. I think if I listen to my conscience and and if I uh, that I wouldn't have any fear. I think. I'm sorry. That I wouldn't have any fear. If you listen if to I your conscience. Yeah. How did you come up with that? I don't know. You know what's interesting? Christians have a lot of saying that are not true. There's <laughs> so many things that are not true that Christians believe. Yeah, like this report, for example. <clears throat> Yes, sir. Oh, uh, I don't know. I just got this revelation just a moment ago when you mentioned it. Uh, my fear came from came through my family. Yes. You know, as a kid growing up, you know, that's where I think it first originates. And the reason why I said that because I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old, three-year-old at home, guard guard kids, and one, she has no fear. Yeah. The other one, she cries all the time. And I'm looking at it, I'm going like, why is this child here? You, you just have to say, Michaela, step back. Don't do that. Don't do that. Because she's on it. She's on it. And I'm going like, wow, it's done on me about me. Yeah. I was raised in a household of females. 
So they were insecure, they, could, they didn't have love, and then therefore they passed it on to me. And even to this day, I'm still having a little problem with certain fears yeah. when situation comes about. As long as no situation, I, ain't got to, I don't have a problem. As soon as a decent situation shows up, yeah. then I start shaking. I say, What's your problem? That's why I have to tell What is your problem? Pay attention. Get objective. Stand back. Real good point. Pay man. attention. Yeah. You know, and, and, and that's, that's what I think. Then you probably can go to God and help He helps you go walk your way through it. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Real good point. I saw this hand first. Yes, sir. You think your fear came from having doubt in God, too? Well, the reason I raised my hand is I, I recognize maybe um, maybe to a fault that we are born with a certain amount of fear to protect ourselves in, in, in situations where fear would protect us. I mean, for instance, if you know, you're, you're walking along and you run into a pack of lions, you're going to be scared because they're going to eat you if you don't do something. And so your first instinct is to run. Well, it, it's, it's, it's to get out of there somehow. Okay. Yeah. And so there's fear protects us in certain situations. Misplaced fear is very harmful, I think. When, when you hear the answers in the room here, there's some answers that are, people are, fearful for revealing the fact that they have fear because they don't want to look bad. Okay. I mean, there's just a whole bunch of misplaced fear. In, in my opinion, I could be wrong. Did you have your hand, Martin? No. You have fear? Um, all my fears are just nothing. They're, 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 they're all lies. They're just when I'm too close to all my, you know, to the thought, to the thoughts. I notice that when I realize that I'm too close to my thoughts, my fears, all these thoughts that try to make me fearful, just they don't have the same effect anymore. Yeah. And so, no, I really have any. Yes, ma'am. So does your conscience, um, I guess I hung up on consciences. I have a lot of guilt and stuff for um, not speaking up over the years. But I remember when I was little, I stole a jawbreaker one time. You stole something? I stole a jawbreaker. I was like five or something. And now what do you do, Rob Banks? No. What I say is, I remember when I left the store, I was waiting for God to strike me dead. I thought it would happen, and nothing happened. Right. But, you know, it was a terrible, I never forget that when I stole that jawbreaker, and nothing happened. I really was sure, that, you know, that's how they said in the Bible. Did you have your hand? Yeah. Well, uh, trauma is also a great source of fear. How do you know that? Uh, especially when you are a child and you are, you are, you are... How do you know that trauma is a great source of fear? Well, let me, let me explain. And uh, you are uh, either raped or you are uh, terribly mistreated physically Assaulted. So, where did your, because of time, where did your fear come from of height? Uh, I, I wish I would know. Okay. Do you have fear in the back? Me? Yes, sir. Uh, fear of the unexpected and. What do you mean by that? And if, if, if I'm told at the last moment, oh, you have to do this right now, I kind of, I kind of break down. 
Oh, you do? Yeah, like if they tell me, you have to do this right away or else this will happen tomorrow or this and that, then so I'm You feel the free. pressure of having to do it now. Mm -hmm. And then, so do you think, you, where did that come from, you think? No. You don't know. Just, uh, yeah, well, when something happens at the last moment that I have to do this, oh, you have to, uh, something happened all of a sudden, everything is going well, then, then, something, then, then something goes awry. And, uh, and sometimes when they tell me uh, you have to be responsible over, over someone else, I don't care about being responsible for me, but if I have to be responsible for other people or other, other things, then, 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 you become then, afraid. then, then I oh. become afraid and it even angers me. Really? Yeah. How about you, sir? You have fear? Fear. <clears throat> uh, I think fear is like almost a regular rule. It's like a part of Do you of have it? Fear at times, yeah. You do? Of, of what? Fear of loss, fear of death, fear of failure, fear of everything. Fear of this loss. Is the, world. the world is a dangerous place with a lot of bad people. Are you afraid of them? It's a dangerous place. Are you afraid of them? I guess so. I don't like it. I don't like the world. I don't think it's a good place. You don't like the world? I, anything could happen. When you say fear of loss, what do you mean? Well, you could lose all your money. You could get sick and die. You yeah, could... white people love their money. <laughs> you want to mess with a white person? Take their money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why white. Yeah, we don't have any more of that. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You notice that we're not suffering through through the economic crisis. We're just, <laughs> we are already poor, so we're not missing anything. White folks are tripping out. No, I'm uh, so, so when you're a little kid, you're not afraid. Okay, for a little while, you're you're two, three years old, and you don't know about anything. Everything's good. Yeah, you're not afraid. But then slowly, you start to see what happens to your parents. Your parents start out nice and young and happy and everything's going good. Time goes on, things deteriorate, your family deteriorates, your parents start fighting. Uh, everyone's getting, everyone gets sick. Everyone starts dying and getting sick. It doesn't yeah, look good. That's enough to scare you. Yeah. Robert, are you afraid of losing your money? Yeah. You are. Yeah, I told you, white people love money. Uh, you guys must hate Obama, huh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mary, turn to uh, Timothy, Second uh, Timothy seven one and read verse seven for me. I want to tell you something about fear. Time is going by here. Uh, oh, Patrick, you had your hand while she was looking. Yeah, uh, I just want to say something quick. Um, there's there's fear of you know thought, fear of things that come up and things that hold you back. But you know, there's also like raw, naked, shivering in your boots kind of fear that I've noticed in my life has come up at times. And I often wonder, something like that is so powerful, it almost has to be installed in you somehow. You know, it's not like just some thought or something and it scared you. It, it, it seems like it's something that's so deep that something was put there somewhere at some time before you were really aware or, you know what I'm talking about? Maybe not. Uh, no, there's just times where that kind of stuff goes yeah, on. And I understand what you're saying. Got me kind of Some sick. people have it really bad. I know people who have such fear that they can barely leave their home. Mm -hmm. They can barely be in the presence of other people, you know, because of fear. I mean, I've had fear where something is triggered and my body will literally be shaking. Yeah. I mean, if something's going on, I don't know, you know, I didn't necessarily know where it came from. Okay. 
Amazing. Uh, for, uh, 2 Timothy 1, chapter 1, mm -hmm. verse 7. For God did not give us a spirit of cowardice, but rather a spirit of power and of love and of self-discipline. And in, one, in, one, in my Bible it says that of love, of power, love, and uh, sound mind. Sound mind. That, I like that better. Because if you have a sound mind, then you got to... Why would her Bible Because every time people write the Bible, they change it. Yeah, and that's why we. That's why our faith should not be in the Bible, but in God. Yeah. Because people always change in the Bible. As a matter of fact, there's a Bible out now that says, "Our Father and Mother reside in heaven." So our faith should be in God. But let me let me do this because of time. God did not give you a spirit of fear. And, and, and the key word is, it is a spirit that has made a home inside of you. It's an identity that lives inside of you, and it controls you. It tells you how to think, how to act, how to feel, what to do and what not to do. It, it's a living being inside of you. It is a spirit. And um, someone, and I think Richard made the point that it starts in childhood. Most people are not born with fear. They're not born with fear at all. And you see that in kids. They're not afraid of anything. They're learning, they're discovering, they're asking questions. They're not afraid of their parents. They, you know, they can ask their parents anything and they can pretty much just ask what they want to know. If something's wrong with you, they check you out and ask, where did this come from? Where did that come from? Where you get this mold from? Where did that mold come from? I hate for my grandkids to be near me now. Are they checking you out? Like, Grandpa, why you got, why you got a beard? Why, why this? You know, just every little thing. And so they are not afraid because they don't have the spirit of fear. The spirit of fear, for the most part, exceptions to the rule, come from resenting. The moment you start to resent your parents, because a lot of parents, most parents, are already angry and out of control. They've been messed up by their parents. And so it goes on from generation to generation. And the moment that you become, that your parents become, uh, show a lack of patience with you, whether they're yelling at you or putting pressure on you or prevent you from speaking up, then you, be, you started to resent that because it goes against your natural nature. It, it, it goes against who you really are. And so you start to resent your parents. And most of the time it's the mother because the mother, has, you know, she's closer to you. And not all, but most women are very insecure. They're, very, they're afraid, they have doubt, they have fear, they have worry, worries, they have insecurity. So they push that off on their kids, and, and in some cases their husbands, because they think, in their mind, they think that if they can get the world to do what they want, they want it to do, then they're going to feel better. And it's just not true, so they impose themselves on you. And then you start to resent them and become like them. You fall away from innocent, being not afraid of anything, and you wake up to fear. Now you're afraid of your mother, you're afraid of your daddy, you're afraid of everything. Because when you become resentful like that, you open your mind up so that lies and deceit can come in, and the spirit of that start directing your life. It's, it sounds like your voice. It can sound like mama's voice or daddy's voice, whomever you resent. 
and that started to control your life. This thing has made a home in you because you resent it at a time when you're very small and couldn't help yourself because we're subject to our parents. And our parents, most parents are messed up because they don't understand how to overcome that spirit that has made a home inside of them. It is a spirit. It's not God gave us the authority to have power and have love and have a sound mind. And when you're an angry person, you don't have a sound mind. Not one angry person walking this earth have a sound mind. And some are more extreme than others, but they still don't have a sound mind. They, they don't know what the truth is anymore. Like, like this thing, uh, when you guys were saying, well, I have fear because I don't have faith in God. That's not true. It is true, but that's not true. And so the, the preachers have taught you all of this stuff. You read the Bible, and even in your state of fear, which is ego, which is pride, which is the nature of the devil that separates you from God. So even in that, everything you read and everything you do, your mind is defining it for you and telling you that this is what it is. And then you find somebody else to confirm that. You hear other stories or your, your preacher would tell you. I heard a preacher say yesterday uh, that fear is natural, that it's good sometimes to have fear. It is never good to have fear. Anyone with fear is a weak person. They're afraid. God doesn't want you to be afraid of anything. Forrest gave the example of, well, I think it's nice that you're born with some fear because when you're in a lion's den, <laughs> you got sense enough to run. When you don't have fear, you have another source. You have a higher level of consciousness. The Bible says that you have the mind of God. And then when you have the mind of God, you have the ability to stand still and not react. And that's where true power comes from. And in that state of mind, you see what to do. You clearly see what to do. I mean, we have uh, control over animals in the world anyway. But because you have anger and you have fear, you, you don't realize that. It is never good to have fear. It's not of God. It's of your father, the devil. And it comes from, it's come from hating. It comes from resentment. And it's, 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 it's never, ever good because you pass it on to others. You're afraid of others. You're afraid to tell people the truth. I mean, if, we, if you have fear, you can't even represent God because God said perfect love cast out fear. So if he wanted you to have it, why would he cast it out of you? And so what we need is power and love and a sound mind. And when you are born again of God, that's what you develop. I have no fear. Now, I had fear before he caused me to forgive. You got to forgive. You got to forgive your parents first. They did the best they could do, but it was wrong. They couldn't help themselves. And when you forgive them, God will forgive you. And he will bring you into another. He said that he'll bring you into another state of being. He said that we should have one mind and that mind is his mind. And a person with fear don't have the mind of God. You never should have fear about anything. And when you forgive, when you learn to sit still, when you learn to calm down and stop raising with your imagination and calm down, then God is going to separate you from the darkness of your imagination. He's going to cause you to forgive your, your parents first. And when you forgive them, God will forgive you. Then you can move on in life without fear. Christ had no fear. We, he was our perfect example. And he had to deal with much more than what we have to deal with. 
And he's not even asking us for blood. He just asked us to speak up in love. But uh, had he had fear, he could not have impressed the world in the way that he did. A person with fear don't impress anyone. People don't even like you when you have fear. If you're married, your wife hates you when you're a man with fear. And then the man hates his wife because he can never bring in any logic. Logic, she's afraid to do it. And she put a pressure on her children, recreating them in her image. That's of the devil. It's not of God. And so I, you got to, here are the steps to get in there. You got to admit that you have it. You got to accept it for what it is. Do not deny it at all. Most people cannot accept reality of what they are. And as a result of not accepting who you are, you're constantly trying to change who you are. And every time you try to change who you are, you only get worse. Have you noticed that? There's not one person walking this earth who can change themselves. So don't let any psychologist or psychiatrist or preacher or counselor tell you that you can change yourself. You got to accept yourself, but don't hate yourself. If you're a coward, I'm a coward. But don't be mad about being a coward. Recognize it, because when you can accept what it is, you come out of denial, like Adam denied. Remember that? God, God, like, Adam, what have you done? It wasn't me, it was the woman. If Adam had just said, I'm sorry, I was wrong, then we wouldn't be going through this today. At least the men wouldn't. The women had to go through it by themselves. <laughs> but the moment you deny who you are, this thing that's made a home in you, you give it life. It separates you from God to be your own God. So you, the first step, is you got to know that you have it and don't be angry about it because anger is denial too, judging yourself, you're playing God. You just got to see it and you got to feel the pain of it. You mentioned pain. You got to feel the pain of being afraid. But don't do anything about it. Don't drink any Kool-Aid or, you know, have a bowl of ice cream or just take it. Watch it and, and take it. Then God can come in and rebuke it. You got to forgive. This is why he said, know thyself. Know yourself. Most people do not know themselves. They're afraid to look at self, not realizing that denying self is what keeping you from being born again, from uh, giving you a new nature. You got to know yourself and then accept who you are. Know, and you're going to know that it's wrong to be that way. Just by accepting yourself, you're going to know it's wrong. You don't have to judge yourself. Don't hate yourself. Because when you hate, you separate from God. But just know yourself. And, and that's why when you come here, I don't like to just preach at you because I'm always checking myself out. And I don't have anyone telling me. I have to check my own self out, be true to myself, and realize that I can't change myself. And I saw that it was the spirit that had made a home in me. Paul said that. And so he said that I realized that, you know, I couldn't do anything about it. So I just accepted it. And that's when God would come in and change you. But it's a spirit that has made a home, and he works through your mind, and he lives off of your anger. You're judging yourself and other people. It makes you feel ashamed. It makes you feel less than, and it causes you, a person with, you know, I think Mary mentioned that she feels like she's going to fail. Look at the white people. They got money. They're still scared. <laughs> Look at Michael Jackson, loaded with money. He had all the fame and the money, that are possible, you can possibly have, apparently. And yet he had fear. He couldn't face people. He had to live off drugs. That stuff 
it's best to lose all that stuff than to lose your soul. So you got to just, the steps are accepting who you are, not denying it, not being mad, and then you got to forgive. You're not going to enter into the kingdom of heaven until you can forgive your fellow man. You got to forgive him because you're judging, you're playing God, and there's only one God. So you got to forgive. That's what I had to do. I saw that I had this resentment. He caused me to forgive and allow me to enter in. And my whole world changed. I have no resentment toward anybody. And I deal with a lot of things. But I had to forgive my mother first, who was being out of control. You know, she had a lot of fear. She hated my dad. So she tried to turn us away from the father. And I resented that from her. As a kid, you don't think about that you resent your mother. And then when you get older, she puts so much guilt on you. You know, you want to admit you resent mama. Because mama is God. And how are you going to tell God you hate her? You know? So it's like this blockage there. I'm sorry? Uh, I didn't tell your mama, especially the black community. And the black community, the black woman is God. And that's why all hell has broken loose. There's nothing good there. But you got to face it. You got to forgive. Just, and the way you forgive is that God will cause you to realize that the person that you hate or the people that you hate are just like you, that they couldn't help themselves. You do things to people that you don't want to do, you wish you didn't do, because it's, it's not you, it's something else driving you. So if you could get to know yourself, it's going to help you realize that about the people that you hate, and that's what will cause you to forgive them. Because it's a spirit, and, and it's just going to bring you out of denial and uh, set you free. God would do it, but you've got to come out of denial. You've got to stop fighting. You've got to know you have hatred in your heart and let it go. He would take it away, and then you can have a life. But he has not given you a, a, a spirit of fear that comes from hating. It comes from you judging at such a young age when you don't realize you couldn't handle the pressure. And then once you become of age, you, you start to know yourself, and that's when you go to the Father. By seeing yourself, you go to the Father, and he will cause you to repent. I promise you, in that I can't give it to you, but I promise you, when you forgive you're going to enter into the kingdom of heaven and you can have peace and live your life. And that's why you don't really see people today with this um, power and love and a sound mind because everybody and their mama have fear. And then they justify the fear. Well, I have fear because I don't have faith. I have fear because I have this. And I have fear because it's safe to have fear. It's never safe to have fear. Fear keeps you in a state of unconsciousness. And your enemy can overtake you just like that. You can have fear and a lion will walk up on you and eat you up because you didn't see him coming. But with no fear, you're aware of your surrounding because you have a sound mind. You, you see from the heart instead of from the mind. So you got to do that, folks, if you want to be free. It's not of God. And you got to examine yourselves and be honest about your hatred, your anger, so he can come in and clean you up. It's just that simple. You got to learn to be still and know God. He's not in the, this race that you're in. He's not in judging other folks and yourself. He, he's not even in the Bible. The Bible is just a book of letters that were, people writ, wrote and put together. It's like a road map. The kingdom of heaven is inside of us. Uh, and we talked about how the Bible is being changed all the time. That's why God wrote the truth of born out of hearts. 
because the people can't change your heart unless you start to hate. Then the heart is changed. But if you don't hate the heart, the truth is in our heart. Because the letters in the Bible, her Bible has something different than my Bible. It's in our heart, but you're not going to connect to it until you can forgive. A person who don't forgive, play God, separated from the true God. And so how is God going to let you into the kingdom of heaven when you think that you are God? By judging the other, being impatient. So I advise you to be still. Just calm down. When you pray, don't go into your prayer closet hooping and hollering and, and please, Lord, and, and get, you know, bless my mama, give me a house. You don't have to do all. Just calm down and be still. He will become your father. He will save you, and life will begin. It is just that simple. The more you let go, the closer you draw to him. And you're going to see that all the things that you thought were wrong, everything you've been taught were wrong. Patrick was telling me the other day, he's like, Jesse, you notice, I noticed that the more I sit still and pray, the more I realize that uh, it's not about religion. Christianity is not about what I thought it was about. It's, it's nothing like what I thought. And he's so right about that. The more you come down, calm down and come out of your head, out of your imagination, you're going to see you've been lied to. And that's why life is so tough. Life is simple. And you don't have any control over it. But when you are a person of fear, you think you have control and you don't. It's a setup. All right? Yes, sir. So I encourage, I encourage you guys and ladies, you got to calm down, admit that you have this stuff, but don't do anything else about it. When you pray, just be still, sit quietly, and God will come in and he'll save you from it. It's just, our whole life is spiritual. Everything we do is spiritual. And of our stuff, we can do nothing. It's only people with fear who think that they can do something because they think that they're God. And they don't walk around saying, I'm God. But in their mind, in their action, they are saying that I'm God. I'm yeah, I can change it. You can't change it. If you can change it, you, are, you already would have changed it. It would, be our, it would be done already. Nobody want to suffer. But you can't change it. Yes, Pat? There's, there's a relationship that the Bible talks about between anger and fear. Yes. And you were mentioning it. Uh, I look at it for a clue, but to be honest, I've never seen the relationship. Yeah. How, did you see the relationship? I mean, you know, you know this from God telling you this, or have you seen it in your life, the relationship between anger and fear? When, when God, I used to be very insecure, had a lot of fears and doubts and worries, didn't know my purpose in life, went to church. I have a Bible. This is not the one, but I have a Bible. When I used to go to a different church, it has all kind of colors in it. You know how you mark, they tell you to mark and read it? quote it, and all that kind of stuff, and nothing happened. I was still angry, you know, I, was, I still had doubts. Then I, you know, I heard a preacher say, you know, when you pray, just be quiet. Let the truth be still and know God. So I went home that night, I sat still, and all of a sudden he caused me to realize that I had this resentment. And, and when you have hatred, because resentment is hatred, the fruits of hatred, the fruits of resentment is fear and doubt and worry, insecurity, that's the fruits of it. But perfect love is long-suffering, patience, you know, insight. So when you have that resentment, you'll see it. But when you let that resentment go by forgiving, all of those things are going to fall away too. If the, the anger is connected to the resentment. You're mad at yourself because you're not good enough. You're mad at somebody else because they're not doing what you want them to do. 
or, or are you judge them as not being good enough? Did that answer the question? Oh, so I can't see the relationship yet because I still have the anger which blocks me from seeing the relationship. Yeah, Basically. well the reason you don't see the relationship between anger, did you say anger and fear, right? Yeah, yeah. It's because you have the resentment. Right. And so it looked natural to me because that's, those are the children of resentment. Anger, doubt, fear, and all that. So you, it, it, it seemed normal. Because people who are angry are blind people. And so these things seem normal. Then they go and pay a professional to tell them that this is normal. Right. You know, it is normal to be that way. But when you drop the resentment and then all these things passes away, right. you're like, wow. Right. You know, it's a, a totally different reality. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes, it is I can't take it. I, um, I only have 30 seconds. Oh, really? Yeah. I want to invite you to go to my website at bondinfo.org. And when you pray, just go in your room privately and just be quiet. Relax, close your eyes, sit there and be quiet. And just let the truth, your mind going to be racing, which is the mind of devil, of the devil, but let it pass. We need your support. Go to, um, go to uh, church at bondinfo.org, church at bondinfo.org, or call 1-800-411-BOND. Thank you so much. And thank you guys. Thank you. For more information or to purchase a copy of this show, visit us on the web at www.bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-BOND.